Have you seen the Green New Deal, dude? Have you seen the Green New Deal? No. The uh, Alexandria Ocasio, I can't be bothered to say her name right, but have you seen the deal, the bill or whatever like that? It's retarded. It's on a whole different level of autistic. It's like, you, you bro. <laughs> This, she took it off her website because it was so dumb. Like she literally said, "Let's plant more trees. Let's give money to those people who are unwilling to work." And then it also said, um, "What was the other one? The other one was get rid of airplanes and cow farts by the year 2021 or something like that." Solid, right? Well, she's got start? proud parents. Can I start. Yeah, I am absolutely ready. Hello everyone! Welcome back to a severe case of indecision. Our completely biased opinions in- OH GOD! New semester started! Fuck my life! Oh no! College is back! Textbooks and horrible teachers and- God damn it! And you're listening to Sound Audits with Ian and Tyler. Welcome back. How are we doing today, Tyler? Good. I like how you reached over the table to adjust my gain as I screamed. It's just a little <laughs> Oh, glad to be back. The semester, we have just started uh, the semester as we've been recording this, and we got the last podcast out a little late, um, or we got the message out about it a little late, just because we've been a little bit busy with getting reintegrated with a new schedule and everything, but we're here, um, and we're excited to be here. Um, I'm particularly excited to be here because this album that we're talking about today uh, I find to be particularly enjoyable. Um, we will be... What are we reviewing today, Tyler? You're the one who... We're going to be talking about the... Is it a debut album? Yeah. Debut album, Mint, by Alice Merton. That is how you say her name, right? We're going to find out. Okay. When she listens and messages us yeah. like, Hey, Just you like pronounced Lucy's my one. name wrong. We love you, Lucy. If you're still listening, you are the greatest person I've ever met in my life. Anyway... <laughs> Um, Alice Merton, I was just looking up information on her because I had no idea, but apparently she is a German-Canadian-English singer. Wrap your head around that one, because I can't. Um, and she's, uh, fuck. She achieved mainstream success with her debut single, No Roots. I remember you showing me this single after you first heard it, which was like in 2017 or something like that. So you've known about her for a little while now, I know. I didn't know anything about her, I just knew the song. Yeah. And it was the used... The song is fucking amazing. The song was used on advertisements and commercials and stuff. It so, made shop charts in France, apparently. It was the number one single uh, number one single in France for a while, um, which is interesting to say the least. Um, I remember when you first showed me the song, I didn't know what the fuck to think about it. And even listening to it like a year later, I didn't know what to, f- what to think about it uh, going back into it. But... Um, God damn, dude. I love it now. <laughs> Have you watched the Mint documentary? There's some documentary? Yeah, it's like... It, it, she's it's released like, one album and she's already got a documentary out? It's like done in parts. What, is she Coldplay? So, as the first 
single came out there's this little thing about that and then as this album came out there was a like part one of the documentary gotcha about that. Okay. but it's pretty cool have you seen it yeah i watched it it's not long interesting oh okay so it's not like a full length feature film no or it's in like parts that. it's just okay as her career goes on gotcha it's called the mint documentary i wonder why it's called mint i realized i don't know why it's called mint because the album is the cover is very Minty aesthetically fresh. pleasing <laughs> the album makes me feel cold what the cover the cover makes you feel cold mm-hmm. in it, what way it looks cold it doesn't look cold yeah, what the does. fuck are you talking about for those of you who don't know what we're talking about um go look it up for yourselves instead of me explaining it to you um the font is just chilly the font is chilly it's cold as ice bro yes bro i'm getting chills from over here from the font what the, f- the f- oh my god the- Okay, so this is, like we said, a debut album. It's, like, what? how many tracks long? 11 tracks long. Um, It's common length. It's 11, 30 minutes, 38 minutes in length. It was released very recently, um, within the last few months. When this comes out, it will have been, like, two months ago or something, I think. This should go up in a few weeks. Yeah, so January, it was on January 18th. Um, we record all these ahead of time because we knew the semester was going to get hectic. Uh, so we stored a few up, but anyway, this is one of the better albums that I've listened to in a while. I really, really liked this. This was, um, so basically what, if you haven't heard the song, no roots, go listen to it. Do yourself a fucking favor because it's amazing. It's amazing. It's like the way that I can describe the album is sort of like a homegrown, very, very organic, down-to-earth-in-the-dirt kind of alternative pop. But it's like European alternative pop. It's not like American pop, where it's like more synth-wavy and stuff like that. You get catch whiffs and airs of some sense, uh, even on like the song No Roots, which is like, I think of to be like one of the most like, kind of organic sounding songs that I've heard in a while. Um, and I'm, I don't want to consider the song being coming out like this year cause it didn't come out this year. She released the song, uh, no roots, like two years ahead of the album's release. And she just put it on the album. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining because the song is amazing. Um, but that's sort of how I define the entire album. It's like, it's alternative, very, very down-to-earth, organic alt-Europe pop with very, very subtle hints of synth pop here and there. Um, some of them are more, like, prominent than others. On on No Roots, it only comes up at, like, the very end. Um, so, I mean, it, it's here and there, but, God, the sound of this album is great. Um... Do you have anything else to say? I don't. I don't really have much to say about the artist herself. So, but. if you find yourself in the West Coast area or in uh, Europe, she will be doing a European and a West to- West Coast West Toke West Toke. I'm taking a West Toke West Coast tour through America. So she'll be playing Seattle, Seattle, <laughs> Seattle. I'm going to the West Toke and I'm playing Seattle, California. 
Well, I guess Chicago's not on the West Coast, but she's she's not coming anywhere near the East Coast, so I will not be seeing her. Chicago is actually not that. F- well, I mean, it's kind of middle. It's like a six-hour flight. No, four. No, hour it flight. is not a, f- like a four-hour six hour flight. flight. I think it's like a four-hour. It three? is not a four-hour flight. I it's think. like three. Have you been there? I haven't been there. But I it's have not been that there. Far. I can't remember how long the flight was. I fly too much. So, I don't. I don't go anywhere. This kid's been everywhere, like all over the place. I've been like nowhere. I've been to the Bahamas. That was great. I went. I went on a scout trip to the Bahamas, and that was great. Sea base. You went on sea base, right? You went to the Bahamas. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's where sea base is. No, it's on the Keys. No, it is not the Florida Keys. Yes, it is. No, it is not. No, it is fucking not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. I was lied to then. (laughs) You were lied to. It's not the Bahamas. It was out of country where we went. I needed a passport for it. You're saying after Seabase, like during Seabase, the location you went to was the Bahamas. Uh Uh-huh. The actual camp is on the Keys. It's not... It's in America. It's in Florida. Am I just fucking retarded? Yes. (laughs) Did you actually get a passport? Yeah. No, they made me... No, they stamped my passport and everything. I went to the Bahamas for Seabase. We sailed the Bahamas. I shit you not. Hmm. Interesting. In the middle of Hurricane Sandy, was it? That was a fun time. Nice. Bro, I, I get to say I sailed through a hurricane, and that's fucking badass. I, I'm proud of that moment in my life. We went off track anyway. I was, I was on top of Mount Fuji when there was a typhoon hitting. We could just see clouds coming like across. It was like a swirl. No, it wasn't near us. It was in the distance, but you uh, can see miles from there. Wow. We thought it was going to be like a bad storm and we got rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it. we were, but we were on a volcano. So, hey, you know, it's just one of those days. Yeah, just one of those normal everyday days, you know. Do you know, how, just on old, top of do you know how old Alice Merton is? Um... And uh, she was born in 19, where was it? 1993, so that would make her 20. 20. That'd make her like 25. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, she's like 25. She's exactly 25. For now. She'll turn 26 later this year. By the time this goes live, she'll be 40. (laughs) Anyway, on to the section where we talk about what we liked. Um after our rambling for about 10 minutes. We'll see you there. So, I mean, the reason I wrote that was obviously because I had moved around a lot up till then and lived in, like, 12 different places. Um, but no one really wanted to sign the song uh, or, or my music. And if they did, they wanted me to change it. So uh, my manager and I then decided to start our own label and we kind of developed a strategy of how we put it out there uh, like without using, like as a, as a big major label would do, like a lot of money, because we didn't have actually uh, any money. Um, so we basically invested all of what we had into this label, into the, the first release of No Roots. And um, yeah, and with the strategy that we used, we kind of like, built up on the blog side. So we kind of, uh, we had a guy who did online promotion for us. 
Um, and that kind of started growing then in different blogs and they went like number one in Hype Machine and it kind of just grew organically from there. It was just really interesting to see, it was like a snowball coming down a mountain just seeing quickly how, how big it was getting. I wouldn't be doing this if other people were telling me what my music should sound like because it's, I feel like I'd be cheating on myself. I definitely feel the more I'm on tour, the more, like I'm always surrounded by people, like 24 seven. And the moment I'm not surrounded by someone, it feels very strange. Like it feels like I'm, like a part of me is missing. Um, and it's kind of scary sometimes. Like it really is very, very strange. But I think it's important to still have those moments where you can be alone. And uh, that's also a lot of the times, those are the moments where I kind of realize or I come up with like song ideas and just words or sentences, sentences that I've been collecting. Like the next single we're putting out, um, that's a word I've been having in my head for the last two years. Um, and yeah, so that's I guess how I also collect inspiration. I mean, I have to admit, I used to hate it. I used to hate moving from place to place. I was always so mad at my parents. Uh, like when, we, when I found out we're moving to Germany when I was 13, I was devastated. I cried like every night uh, for like a month because uh, I had, I'm someone who likes to have a base. I like to have like certain friends in a city and, and do like stuff with them on the weekends. Um, but then I realized through all the moving, I became very restless, just like my parents, I think. And yeah, I think it definitely helped me for this lifestyle now. If I had stayed in one place, I would be homesick probably 50% of the tour, and I'm, I'm never homesick. I miss like my parents sometimes or whatever, but I'm never like, oh, I really miss that one place. Like it's, yeah, it's weird. Where to start on this album? Where to start on this album? This album's great. Um, um, uh, Alice Merton shows very, very strong promise. Um, as a singer, songwriter, pop writer kind of person, I don't know. Does she do all of her? Do you know if she does all of her own producing and stuff like that as like her own produ? Okay, I'd imagine she'd have might have a couple people helping her, but that doesn't matter. First of these eleven tracks on this album is "Learn to Live." Do you want to talk about it? No. Do you have anything to say? Go. I well, just did you like I it? don't interrupt you, so just say what you want to say. Okay, I mean, I, I'm, I'm always waiting for you to interject your own opinion because I don't, I don't want it to just be the Ian show. No, I'm nobody just wants letting that. you finish your thought. I'm trying to be courteous. Okay. Well, thanks. You're a great friend. Okay. So, learn, learn to live. To so my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. No, finish your thought. Oh fuck. Um. Learn How to Live is... She's very, very good at writing jammy songs. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like Head re, bobbing. Real, yeah, head bop. Move your, move your feet and your hands and your arms and everything to the music. Like, just gets your into it. Gets it, like... It's very physical music in the way that you can't help but move to it. Um... And I mean, learn learn to live sets a tone here, um, and it's. I mean, I actually like the lyrical content on a lot of these songs. Um, a th sort of the themes on this album 
overall, I feel like there is a theme of sort of innocence, if you get what I mean, sort of being like, not sheltered necessarily, like she knows what the world is like, but she's hesitant to get into it because she still wants to remain kind of on the more innocent she side doesn't want to grow like, up yeah yeah that's what i that's what i get from this um and i mean the chorus of learn to live kind of exemplifies that where she says basically just i want to learn how to live without the consequences and i mean yeah don't we all don't we all want to learn how to live without i couldn't think of a good example without being <laughs> racist or sexist or <laughs> homophobic all right well you just keep that thought in your head okay learn learn how to live is fucking i think one of the one of the coolest things also about this album is the bass the bass and the guitar just all of the strings that she plays all the plucky strings and shit the bass is bouncy the guitar is groovy as shit the drums are crisp and clean on almost all of the songs here and learn how to live is a fucking bouncy beat. And I mean, she has some like those kind of millennial oo's. But I don't. I'm not even that bothered by it because like it just sounds so fucking good. A lot like, of the, aspects. The tune of the song is very very strong. A lot of aspects of the entire album reminds me of things I've heard before, like Black Belt Eagle Scout. I got a lot of vibes from that, but this is so much more upbeat and happy. It's the same indie, homegrown kind exactly. of feel it's like, as in the Black Belt Eagle Scout. I feel like Black Belt Eagle Scout was like a very calm form of indie, and this is like very poppy, very upbeat. Yeah, I wouldn't say a calm form of, form of indie. I'd just say a more mellow, a more melancholic form of indie rock. I think this like, is really melancholic. Mel- melancholic and well I mean I can, I can get that off some of the stuff here um like I guess two kids would be one of them honestly the like the biggest factor of this album that makes it what it is is its ability to move and not stop moving there's no point on this album where you stop and it's like it, it dives into a ditch and you you can't get out of it which is how i feel with a lot of albums that we've listened to lately where you go down three good songs and then you go down a two song rabbit hole of crap and you're just like well can't bring it out from this i'm bored move on to the next thing and at no point during this album is there a song that i want to really skip there's not really a song that i want to not hear i, I think thought, there's I thought, like i know that I there's a few songs on here that i skip no it's not like, perfect yeah. It has but, its problems. I think pre you know, not every album, but majority of, of albums them. do are either bad or don't have hmm. a perfect track list. But I think that this song it moves very well. You know, I whenever I listen to albums, like so I collect vinyl. You know I collect vinyl records. Records are expensive. He has a hoarding they're, problem. They're like they're like a minimum of like twenty bucks. If you get it for less than twenty bucks, that's crazy. That's a lot for a piece of music. So if I purchase a vinyl, it means that I love that and I want that forever. Mm-hmm. Did, or, you, did you get the new roots? Or did you get this out? No, or? but I want it so oh. bad. I want it so Does bad. Does it exist? Yeah. Everything is on vinyl now. Okay, I mean, I yeah, know it's a like, fad now. This, what I'm saying but. is that I appreciated this so much, I would buy this and be listening to it for the next 
100 years because I'm going to live to 118. Absolutely. I will. You watch me. The the point is, the song is great. Um, Where did I I want to just the whole thing? I'm just talking about it as a collective. Yeah, I I know. But I want to go on to No Roots. Can we talk about No Roots, please? Yeah. Because I want to. No, I'll no. I'll let you start. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, the one that sits back here and let you do it because this is your song. This is you. You do your thing. You do you, Chief. Chief. Go for it. Unless you want me to start. I. Well, we can start with the bass because the bass starts and boom, you're like, boom, boom, all right, well, this boom, is going to be boom, in my head boom, for the boom, next. Boom, uh, well, that's another thing about the songs the on here is hours. catchy as fuck. They are. Oh, my God. They stick to you. They are sticky like semen, but in a good way. It's like it's real good. How about sticky like honey? That's a better analogy. All right. Am mm-hmm. I right, ladies? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I oh my god no mm-hmm. roots is this bouncy mm-hmm. fucking sti- shut up <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that bad okay, it was that it, funny let's talk about what is no roots about no roots yeah dive into it fuck I need to pull up the lyrics no so basically what we've already said before is she moved around a lot as a kid she moved i think according to wikipedia which is the most reliable source ever i think she moved like 12 times before she settled in germany Mm. so the song no roots is literally about her picking up going and finding comfort in wherever she may be even though she doesn't have any roots because she's never had a true point of origin she's been everywhere gotcha I'm looking at the lyrics now, and that makes sense. Because, I mean, it starts off, I like digging holes and hiding things inside them. When I grow old, I hope I won't forget to find them. And then the repeated mantra, because I've got memories and I travel like gypsies in the night. That guitar is so good. The drums on this song are so crisp and clear, and they are crunchy like bacon, and it's amazing. I fucking love it. Um... And the the did I already say the chorus? The chorus is the catchiest thing that I'm going to hear in 2019. I can almost guarantee it. Like yeah, yeah. it's really, really. I got no roots, but my home was never. And her voice, her voice is so good. It's and again, it has the the thing that's really really cool about it that I love to death is it's got this homegrown feel to it. It doesn't feel like this overproduced, over layered, and over like overblown kind of pop that you hear today out of major label artists that you hear on the radio and stuff. It's a homegrown, and it feels very, very organic and natural for you to listen to, and I love that so much. And a lot of that is the choice of instruments. And not just that, but the use of instruments and not use of computer-generated sounds. Yeah, a I feel like this, a lot of these are like... A lot of this sounds homey simply because it's actually a person sitting down and playing the instrument. And not that there's anything wrong with computer-generated sounds because that's like it's 80% just the vibe of that our she's music going now. For is but like incredible. it's pretty cool to sit back and see someone be doing it the the old way it's really yeah. cool I mean and then she uses some synths at the end like the 
I've got no roots, and then the fucking, uh, what, I, it's sort of like an analog bass, like, stab kind of thing, like, bow, 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 bow. so, but it's so cool, I just, I love this song to death, I, I could go on and on about this song, but we won't because we don't have an unlimited amount of time, so let's move on to Homesick. But we do. No, but this, <laughs> dude, this song would be so fun live. Oh my god, I'd bounce around to it and like. Yeah, that's, that's else. what I was gonna say. I bet everybody's like bouncing up and oh, down yeah. on their heels. Yeah, it'd be so fun. It's like it's like the equivalent of catchiness to like a song like Jump Around, like that. That is the equivalent of how catchy this song is. If you've ever heard Jump Around, which if you haven't, why, why haven't you heard that song? Anyway, let's move on. What do you what do you want to talk about next? Fuck, I tapped the table. I'm sorry to all of our listeners. Um, I, I want to talk about homesick. Okay. Because I really like, again, the feeling of it being, um, her being innocent and having a desire to still be sort of young, like forever and not grow older, uh, is sort of exemplified on this song, I think. Um, let's see. Because she has lines like, um,. Our youth so confident, we played our heartstrings, not caring if it ends. Uh, try to learn to let all of those things that tie you... Wait, let go of all of those things that tie you down. Um, and all of the lyrics carry the theme of... And I mean, where's the where's the chorus? Oh. Why so serious? The chorus is pretty good on this. It it's, doesn't compare to No Roots, but it's, it's pretty good. Um... And she kind of talks about, like, why is the world today so serious? Why do we have to take ourselves so seriously? And she talks about, I still remember we weren't grown up like this. Sort of, in a way, saying that maybe the world today would be better if some poor people had a lighter attitude and didn't take things to heart so seriously and didn't, like, I don't know. You get what I mean here? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Get what I'm laying down. I got you. Your foundation Star is crystal clear. Pipe all over Europe. Oof. <laughs> anyway, you talk about it. Go ahead. Unless you don't have much to say about it. I'm gonna move to the next song, number six, "Lash Out," which was probably, probably my favorite song on the album. No roots. Beats I for me. loved it. Lash Out is amazing. Oh, it's so unique. It's I don't know if you've ever listened to Colony House, but it's almost like a female version of Colony oh, yeah, House. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love that style of guitar. I love that the the style of drums and the the breaks in the beat are so sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's really a fantastic song. Dun, and dun, 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 yeah, I love it. It gets stuck in your head so easily. Like it, it's been a little bit since I've listened to this album because we talked about reviewing it a while ago. But like, and we had college startup, so we haven't had time. But like, I still it's so sticky and in my head. Like I remember everything off of this. That like as soon as I see the lyrics, I'm like, like hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I can't feel it on the back of my tongue. So good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Go ahead. You it's go. such a punchy song. Oh okay. my god. Punchy. Honeymoon Heartbreak. I want to talk about... Um, oh, go ahead. I, go I ahead. don't hold a grudge. Okay, go ahead. Do you not want to talk about this song? Uh, which one is it? Uh, how does it go? Hold on. Let me pull up the lyrics real quick. 
it just takes a minute for me to remember. For those of you who don't know, we sift through so much music in our free time, um, because that is all we do. We have absolutely no life. Um, so let's see. Oh, where were you when the lights went out? That uh, uh, don't apologize. Don't you come back? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This song is fucking catchy, and you get more airs of, like, the synths that she uses as well, but they're so pretty. And the guitar is, like... She has a great... I forgot to mention this on No Roots. Part of the reason that she has, like, such a great bouncy feeling is because she has such a great sense of syncopation on these songs where she will fill up every little, like, subdivision of a beat with a different noise, and you can, like, bob to any of it. Any and all of it. And you can find your own groove in the song because it's grooving so many different directions. And it works so well. Like, she finds, like, ways of filling the space of the music without overblowing it and oversaturating it. And she finds ways of filling the the different subdivisions of Beast with different... Uh, with different sounds and stuff so that it all flows and it all grooves really, really nicely. And this song does that! Hell yes to this song. First time I heard this song, I was like, fuck yes. I love it. Go ahead. Talk about Honeymoon Heartbreak. By the way, Honeymoon Heartbreak is uh, track number nine. Yeah. It's, it's like this... I, I just think it's like a beautiful, lovesick ballad. And yeah. it... It's it's like this song that it is, very is her like just pouring all of her emotions out and falling apart lyrically, and it's just so well done. It it comes to this like insane climax towards the end of the song, and then my honeymoon heartbreak. Let me go my honeymoon heartbreak. I just love it. It is very nice. I like this song. Um. I have a couple of problems with it and some of the songs similar to it on it. Um, and Trouble in Paradise, Trouble in Paradise is the 10th track on this album. And I for sure didn't hate it. It's again, got a groovy, bouncy feeling to it. I just feel like I've heard it a little bit too much across the course of the record. Like what she's doing here. She doesn't change things up enough for me to be as interested as some of the other songs. We'll get into that a little bit more in the next section here, but I loved it's the 10th track on the album. So at that point she's reusing aspects. Yeah. Um, can we talk about two kids? You can go ahead. It's just this cute little song about her being a shy child as a kid and not wanting lyrics are very nice, not wanting to do anything without her, without her parents being there and just being, being it's nervous. this person that she meets at a train station, right? Yeah, which, dude, I relate to that because when I was a kid, I was a little nervous wreck and I was Growing anxious up, yeah. and didn't want to do anything on my own. I just wanted to I remember the thought have of my hand up. held by yeah. Ian and, you know. I remember the thought of growing up when I was younger was fucking horrifying for me. I did not want to grow up, like, and Tyler knows this. Um, I didn't do well on scout trips or being away from home because I got homesick so easily. And like, I, I mean, what can I say? I love my parents. Love you, dad. I know you're listening. And, um, I, it's, it's, I mean, of course it changes as you get older, like you're more prepared for it. But as a child, you just don't have a comprehension 
of life as it should be, and it fucking scared me to death. And, I mean, yeah, this song catches that mood and that vibe kind of well, I say. I do have problems with it um, on a couple of levels where I have problems with some of the other tracks on this album. They're by no means... um, They are by no means... um, uh, detrimental on the level of bringing the album down so much that I didn't love it as much as I do. Like it, the 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 parts that I didn't like about it do not outweigh the parts that I liked about it. So like, and even the songs that I didn't like, I liked aspects of those songs. So, but we'll get into. Are you ready to get into the next session? This is one of the few albums that I'm actually not going to shit on. Like, I'm not gonna have a. I'm not gonna have a ton to dislike. There were just certain like little nitpicky things that I yeah. want to go over that could have been tweaked, but yeah. I didn't think that any of these were. This like, dude with fundamentally the loud motor bad. Can fuck off. What? That dude with the engine. Oh yeah, we need an office. Please get us more AdSense and more listens so we can buy an office because we're poor and we have no money. Thank you very much for listening to my PSA. Now on to the next section. I think that my biggest problem with the songs on this album is some of the pacing. Like, some of the pacing of the songs and the songwriting itself, at least with, like, the, like I said, she's really, really good at slowing jam, or writing jams, but when she deviates from that to a different style, namely the slow jams... Like, the the ones that are slower and they build more over time and stuff like that. I feel like there are issues that she has where it will either be too long and drawn out and not enough uh, stuff to fill the space there, or it'll be too quick. Hmm. And, like, it just, it doesn't flow as well as songs like No Roots did. Um, especially on the slur, like two kids is again, not one of my least favorite songs on the album. It is very, very, it's a very cute song. Um, but I feel like again, like the, the verse on it, 
there it's too long and drawn out and too it's not spaced well enough between uh the intro and then the chorus and stuff like that to where it drags too much and i feel like she has problems like this more on songs like speak your mind speak your mind was probably the biggest standout example in my opinion um where it's this cool kind of instrumental but it gets old real quick after it starts playing just because of the way that the timeline of the song is placed it doesn't flow as well as all the other songs and that's that's that whole feeling is kind of enhanced coming after a song like lash out where you're yeah. coming off of this punchy hysteric song into this like again these are not dips in the album that are so deep that you're like fuck i don't want to listen to this anymore because again you're brought out of that with an insane high um but that doesn't mean that they're great because they're not um and i actually have a different problem like what like and honeymoon heartbreak has some of that where the pacing is a little bit off but it's less so like, I did like that song quite a bit. Uh, I just f felt like, again, it could have been better paced from a songwriting standpoint. Um, <clears throat> Trouble in Paradise, I feel like could have used more variety. Because you've got... It, it felt very formulaic at that point. Uh, Trouble in Paradise did. Uh, as compared to punchy and upbeat songs like uh, No Roots and Learn to Live. Um, I had... A different problem <clears throat> with the songs Funny Business and Why So Serious. But I'm going to let you do your mantra real quick or your tirade. So the only the songs that I really weren't, wasn't, wasn't a fan of or as much of a fan of was Trouble in Paradise and Why So Serious. Both of them just, to me, felt a little more common than I would have wanted. And Funny Business, too. That's what I feel. Yeah, but that song has more merit to me. Like I understand that's that song. Mm. That song isn't my particular style, but I looking at it from other angles, I understand why that would be a a popular song around of a lot of people who. I like, like the intro where she kind of pitch shifts her voice, like no funny, no funny bit. I thought that was a cool little intro cut. I did too. Um, I can't. It reminds me of this one song that I can't me. remember the lyrics of, but it yeah, reminds I mean, me. Yeah, I of mean. That. I can't remember what it was, but... Uh, I just I just feel like, again, the pacing is off on this song, and it feels a little, like, especially, like, the riff feels a little more common to me. It feels a little more run-of-the-mill than a lot of the other riffs on the album do. Um, actually, on Speak Your Mind, I feel like she had some vocal trouble as well. There were hmm. a couple points where her voice broke a little bit. And they weren't, like, stand out to the point where the, you were like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck is she doing? They were just, like, <laughs> kind of, like, you go back and you listen to it and you're like, wow, did I hear that right? Um, Give that lady a cough drop. Yeah. <laughs> but Why So Serious, I thought, was a lot more run-of-the-mill than a lot of the songs on It here. was, and I, being the last song on the album, I'm looking for something crazy. I'm looking for something to close the night out yeah. something exciting we don't really get anything exciting to close the album off on which right. is unfortunate it is but it's not to the point of complete detriment where you're like fuck this i hated this experience <laughs> like it's 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 just a 
small little problem. And f- from the standpoint of this is a very, very new artist in the grand scheme of things. Like, she is fresh off the runway, you know, and like, it's yeah. this is a debut album. This is an incredible debut album. A lot of people in this style of music, I think, especially where it's like it's based upon the catchiness and the bounciness and the flavor and the personality of the artist. She shows so much personality on this album. It it's based upon that, and I feel like so many other artists could crash and burn with this kind of material, but she doesn't. It's there hard. is no crash and burn. <clears throat> there are a few stumbles here and there. Um, with songs like Funny Business and Two Kids, again, could have used a little more um, attention to detail on the pacing. Um, same with a couple of the other songs. But other than that, man, this album was solid. It's hard to find your voice in the alternative genre when everything has been done so yeah. many times. And the alternative and genre is having like an sound. identity crisis, especially like the alternative indie stuff. It's having a bit of it's in a place where it doesn't know what it wants to be because it has so many artists trying to do so many different things. And then there are also artists trying to bring it to the mainstream and it sounds fucking horrible. Calpurnia. Um, that's a different brand though. That's more like garage rock almost. Yeah, but they're, they're trying to, they're trying to make it popular. They're not trying to stay in their lane. work. It's this it's uh, this That's kind bad. of this kind of music is not meant to be like popularized in the mainstream as much as like pop music. It's not going to be particularly noticed on the radio or anything like that. You have to do some digging in the genre for it, and honestly, that makes it all the more satisfying to find it on your own anyway. Like, it's cool to find a song that you like on the radio, especially for me where I'm like fuck everything on the radio. Like, not absolutely everything. Not everything is horrendous. Uh, some of it's palatable at the very least, but in a world where people want their music spoon fed to them, I mean, like this being able to go out and find it on your own just feels so nice, Amen especially when you find people who are relatively underground and new and they become big. Yeah, that's a satisfying right. feeling. We're going to step off for a second because the Grammys are tonight. And through freaking every nomination, um, every category at the Grammys, Brandy Carlisle has been nominated for freaking everything. Song of the Year, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, New Female Art- Artist no, of the Year. Yeah. Like, it, it's insane. And I started listening to her in January of last year when her debut album just came out. And now she's like this huge star. When I followed her on Instagram, she had 13,000 followers. And now she's in the millions. Like, Really? Yeah, it's insane. So this is this is one of those things. Like, you catch it when it's early. You get to watch the artist grow. It's such a more redeeming and exciting experience. It's the same deal with we kind of at least I caught on to Billie Eilish late in the game where she was already getting big. But like even since we started, I started listening to her. She's at a new level where she's not she's not even club level of shows. She's now up to giant rooms. And I feel like 20,000 people. I feel like artists that we like, like Eden could possibly blow up in the near future, depending on what he decides to release next. Yeah, it um, depends on what direction he goes with his um, next his next. And project. even we caught 21 Pilots on a rise. 
Like, they were yeah. already pretty big. Like, they were playing... I mean, they played a sold-out show at Meriwether. 20,000 people, right? 12. They were... Or 12. Oh, 12? It wasn't 20? I thought it was 20. 12. Interesting. Okay, I mean, that's a huge fucking lawn, though. That's a big <laughs> lawn to fit 12,000 people on that. The pavilions are all pretty much the same size. They're yeah. between 12 and 15,000. And Meriwether I mean, Meriwether's a pretty small pavilion. Their stuff was just because, like, they released Blurryface in 2015, and I started listening to them... When did I start? I, st- I think I started listening to them later in 2015. And I mean, their stuff was, it was recognized, but not widely acclaimed like it was. And I remember the first time I showed you the song Stressed Out, you were like, what the fuck is this? I told you to turn it off. I hated it. It's like, what is this? And now it's his favorite album of Bro. all time. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, Pretty it shit. took me, all the music grew in me. When I listened to their, uh, I downloaded Blurry Face, loved it. Went to Chicago in... Um, there are shows that he's gone to that I didn't even know about. 2017, and I tried listening to self-titled. No, no, no. Was it 20? I don't know. Whatever year it was. It was the winter. And you fucking hate like, self-titled. And I hated self-titled. I was like, this is not bueno. And now it's like incredible. I have it on vinyl, which means it's good. I honestly think some of their older stuff is not the best now when I re-listen to it. But the I ideas like, are there. Yeah, the That's ideas the are thing. definitely there. And when we get to Trench, it's like, what the fuck? I've been waiting for this my entire life and I want to fucking cry. But anyway, we've gotten off on a tangent because this Alan, Alice Merton record is incredible and you should go listen to it. And we just want to close it off on a, on a good note here, I feel like. Long because, story short, catch her while she's small yeah. because she's not staying at this level. No, I feel, and I mean, No Roots got huge mainstream success, and I feel like she is not going to be a one-hit wonder. Not, not with the level of songwriting that she shows. I, she shows so much. Pro- multiple I'm, songs on this. That I'm can be so excited this. to hear where she goes. But anyway, on to our closing thoughts. How did that come about? Well, uh, his management reached out to my label in America, because we signed with an indie label called Mom and Pop. And they reached out to them and also to my manager, Paul. Um, And they were like, hey, we'd love to have her on tour. Uh, Originally, it was supposed to be for like two months. And we're like, "Mm, really sorry, but we have like shows in Europe that we want to do. And we can't go on tour for two months and just like just for the US. um, Because we had already like uh, confirmed other shows. So yeah we, they then came back and they're like hey how about you do like a month and a half and we're like okay we'll do a month and a half and we can combine it with like a few other festivals that we're doing in america so that was crazy that was uh, an experience i will never forget i think that was probably one of the moments where i finally kind of realized what's been going on and i finally felt proud of myself and was like hey this is kind of cool that you get to play here tonight. And I just try to, to enjoy it as much as I can. Because, I mean, it's one of those experiences that are like one in a lifetime, I find. And uh, I, was, I was just really happy and proud. Baking. <laughs> I love baking. And what else? I like swimming. I like swimming and baking. What's your favorite thing to bake? Brownies. (laughs) 
joke. <laughs> I love being, no, I really like, there's a lemon dessert that I really like making. It has like a crumble base and a really nice soft lemon kind of um, uh, thing on, I don't, I don't even, it's like a lemon custard on top. Uh, it's really yummy. I love making marble cake. Um, I'm really good at making uh, apple crumbles. Anything with apples. I love apple pancakes. So good. Just like putting a piece of apple in the pancake with a little bit of cinnamon and brown sugar. Future ambitions. If I'm completely honest, I don't think I would have like a one, one, I don't have one ambition where I'm like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. I just want to continue touring. I want to continue making music that I like and that other people might like. Um, but it's also the messages in the songs that are really important to me. I feel like there's a lot of things I need to get off my chest and what I want to like share with people. Because um, I feel like a lot of other people might feel the same way. And even if like I'm never like hugely successful, I just I think it'd be cool to just keep on doing what we're doing now and and just yeah enjoy enjoy it. Okay. Always starts off with a bang. I don't know why I always scream at the start of every, or at least make loud noises. Cause you gotta know what's up. As Tyler so eloquently put it. Um, what is it? What? How are your feelings on this album overall? Would you say? Like my rating, or just thoughts? No, just like your thoughts on it. Ooh, I loved it. It's so new and different, and it makes me feel eccentric listening to it because this is something you go looking for. You don't just this is listen to the radio, and you're like, "Hey, I like that. We'll listen to more of that." That's not the case with this. This is this is something that like lovers of music are going to be listening to, and that makes me feel proud to be a part of that. In Solid. all in all seriousness, I'm I'm dead ass serious. It's one of those things, you know. It's like I feel a part of it. It's mm -hmm. kind of cool. You don't get that with everything. Mm -hmm. I just love how homegrown this album feels, and I love how quaint it feels. I love her personality as an artist, um, and I think she shows as a new artist a lot of promise for her next project. And I'm super excited to see where she goes next. She's had a couple of minor stumbles, I feel like. But those are just that, minor stumbles. Um, and they're definitely... You can look past them uh, pretty easily, uh, considering that the rest of the material on this album is so watertight. Um, and, I mean, yeah, man... Go listen to the, the... Do not sleep on this album. The reason that we are here doing this podcast is to help you find music. We used to put um, little snippets of songs in transitions and stuff um, to try, try and help you get more context for sort of what we're listening to recently, but we've been doing more with like interviews and I've been doing um, like remixes for some of the um, transitions. 
um, just to avoid copyright stuff. So if you like, if you haven't caught on already, if you take nothing else away from our podcast, go support the people that we're reviewing. Um, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to find you guys like new music to listen to. We're here to give you a dissection of new music that we've listened to. And then you do with it what you will. And I mean, go and listen to it and find your own opinion on it because we're, that's what we're here to do and get the artist a little, like even for the few hundred listeners that we have, like get those people. If you don't know about these artists, go and listen to them because musicians do not get the amount of attention and the amount of respect that is due to them a lot of times a lot of very talented musicians do not go down in history as game changers they were just sort of underground and then after they've gone and they've passed away it's been realized how much of an impact they've had on music as a whole uh and that's unfortunate um and i i wish that or at least i hope for musicians that do that in the future like and i feel like alice merton could be game changing depending on what she drops next um i don't know just go and give them all of your support um because too many musicians who deserve that support or support don't get it so anyway i went off on a tangent so what would you rate this album what would you rate this album ian i'd give it the strongest of sevens to a later eight, I think. I'm going to give it a middle eight to a nine. Gotcha. Middle eight. Not not a nine. Certainly not. A, don't come. Don't leave this thinking I gave it a nine. But I'd say like an 8.4, 8.5, 8.6. I'm more in the realm of like 8.1 to 8.2. I think, I think she has some stuff to work on and I'm leaving her room to grow. I'm in the realm of 7.9 to 8.2. That's sort of the the realm I'm sitting in right now, but like, God damn, was this album good to me? Not there. There weren't any fundamental flaws in this album. There were just nitpicky little things that yeah. I think she can tweak and improve on. And I feel like, I that, feel like she has, there's this very, very little, very, very little streak of possibly having to flesh out her songwriting a little bit more and pace her songs a little bit better. But other than that, man, this album was great. I enjoyed listening to this album so much. It's, it's kind of like listening to the Lucy Swan one in the fact that she's so underground. Like, she's not Lucy Swan underground, but it's sort of the same deal. Like, it's this underground musician that we end up just falling in love with, and that's kind of a cool feeling. I hope she takes a year, maybe a year and a half off and just makes something Incredible. ridiculous. Because I think she could blow, really blow it out of the water with the next... I just don't want to see this go to her head and... Yeah put out something quick because oh people want to hear more yeah there you go like john million did we're yeah. looking at you john you freaking idiot fucking dobby <laughs> dobby looking head ass god anyway we hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast please go support us on instagram uh please tell your friends about this podcast because we enjoy the listeners the more people who listen to this podcast, the more money we get and the happier we are because money equates to happiness. So thank you for listening. We really appreciate your AdSense. Um, um, and for real, go check out the artists because that's really what's important here. Go and look at their music for yourself. See what you think. And go ahead and leave us a comment on Instagram or shoot us a DM or something like that. We're at Sound Audits Podcast on Instagram or something like that. 
We only have 97 followers on Instagram, so you could be our 100th follower and you could make us really happy and boost my self-esteem entirely. So, But thank you for listening. We really, really appreciate that you come out here to join us. Do you have anything to say, Tyler? I always do these outros. It gets boring. I bet you the listeners are fucking sick of me. I'll bet you they are. You know they are. Thank you, know you for listening. Me. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Same time, same bat channel, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. Right? Every Friday. Every Friday. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Till one we of love us you all. Develops. All right. We'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.